Hello there, darlings. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. They are old. They are not here. They are the weird aunties that you didn't know you needed or wanted. And now, for a friendly reminder, this show is for adults. That darling DJ duo, Emma Davenport and Lady Attercop, drink cocktails, have potty mouths, and at least one of them was raised by wolves. <laughs> for the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! Hooray! I am Emmett Davenport. And I am Lady Addercop. <laughs> and so We're, I've been watching stupid television. We've both been watching stupid... Well, I've been watching excellent television and also stupid television well, at the same time. I do a little... Uh, so I don't like to watch serious television shows because my life is too dramatic and ridiculous as it is gesticulates wildly at the world yes and also all of the things uh so i tend to only watch television shows that are absolutely ridiculous not too ridiculous Mm. i do have you know some standards some standards i have no standards I was watching Celebrity Ghost Stories and another show called Ghost Brothers. Oh, oh yeah, I can't. <laughs> I, I try to watch, I've tried to watch those and I, I think I have to be drunk. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. Drunk or in, in a, in, in company that would also want to watch that. Uh, like, yeah. Like if you and I were watching that together and we were drinking, right. it probably, I probably would have no, no problem with it, but on my own. I'm usually yeah. watching it with Mr. Ducky, yes. but yeah, yeah, no, we were <laughs> celebrity ghost stories. Uh, a what is the British one? Uh, the British, the the shit that scares white British people oh. is as we like to call it. Uh, I think most most haunted. Oh, with okay. Yvette, with Yvette, and you can tell when she really gets scared because she goes from talking like this to oh my god, what was that? <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, yeah, and then Ghost Brothers, which I do. Was, is that just is, like it's the ghost version of Property Brothers? No, it's kind of like every other ghost hunter show. Instead oh. of it being uh, three three white guys, it's three black guys. Oh, so that they are the brothers of Ghost Brothers. Um, but there's only one season, and there's only six episodes, so it was a little sad that there was not a, oh. there's not more. But yeah, we've been watching that, and our flag means death. Oh, excellent. So that was the good television. Yes. And then we've been supplementing it with this other supernatural garbage. I watched uh, all all the seasons of Winona Earp. Oh, I like Winona Earp. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I've only seen like the first two seasons, so. <laughs> it's uh, so dumb. Well, you know, I mean, it's called prem- Winona Earp. Yes. No, <laughs> and the whole premise of it is dumb. Uh, but... I just I actually decided I was going to watch it because she plays uh, Mrs. McMurray on Letterkenny. Yes. And 
And it's, you couldn't get those two characters could delineated not, in your mind? No, I couldn't separate them. And, <laughs> and so every time the character of Winona makes any sort of dirty jokes, I'm just... Because she does. <laughs> like, I think in the third third season, they really just let her go. Mm. And and so she's constantly making, like, that's what she said jokes and things mm. like that. And I'm just... And I just keep thinking of Mrs. That any second That's McMurray now. dirty. Yes, that McMurray is going to show up, and uh, yeah, well, and like the supernatural aspect of it is, is why I kind of wanted to watch it. Yeah, uh, the romance stuff I could really care less about. Um, <laughs> I don't really like romance. Do stuff. Not two middle-aged pirates making out. I don't want to see it. Uh, that is true. Like our flag means death. I I enjoyed it, and the. Uh, and the, the romance part to it did not bother me. I liked it all the romances. Yeah, it didn't squeak me out. Whereas a lot of a lot of television, it's just like, oh my god. For one, it seems forced. The whole he said, she said. Like, the whole will they, won't they. Uh, uh, like, I don't care. Like, this seems really unhealthy. <laughs> you know, maybe you guys should take some time apart, yes. work on yourselves. Yeah, maybe the fact That's that... You haven't gotten together at this point is mm. a sign that maybe you shouldn't get together. Mm, mm. The fact that it's not working. It's, it's too complicated. It's too complicated. shouldn't be this I, complicated this I, early in the relationship, yeah. why, Nona? I mean, yes, I understand that the, your love interest is hundreds of years old. Also, that's always going to compliment things. Was your things. ancestor's best friend? Yeah, like that that's, also seems a little weird, but yeah. 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 Obviously, you got some daddy issues. That's yeah. like dating your stepdad's uncle or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I It's just weird. But yeah, so I was I was just watching it cuz it was a dumb supernatural mm. show. I, I I love a good dumb supernatural. Yeah. What are your final thoughts on the Earp? It was, I mean, I was very grateful that they didn't uh, kill off the the gay folks because oh. there was a threat of that a few times, uh, so I, I appreciated that they didn't. Uh, it mm. ended on a very happy... It like, didn't. It didn't go lost girls last season. No, no, no. It ended in a very positive... It, Everybody, it was very wrapped up in a nice bow. Yeah, it I felt complete. Yes, I didn't feel like, oh no, no, what happens later? I don't care, honestly. Yeah. But but uh, <laughs> so it was like so it didn't pull supernatural, which is it ended in a satisfying, if kind of open ended way, and then just continued to go on forever. Oh and yes. Ever. Well, you you didn't watch the whole. I did not. My... I I got to a point where I just couldn't. Yeah. Anymore. Well, I, I, I kept going back like an abusive relationship. <laughs> I That's... got. I there's only so long you can queer bait me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and no, sending your sending the gay to hell is not the way to wrap up that storyline. Supernatural. No, they. Yeah, there was a lot of. There was a lot of things that I just was like, mm, I kept wanting to stay away from it because mm. it had hurt me. It, it, it hurt you before. Hurt me you so thought it was going to be different and, and yeah. then and it then, was the same. Well, and there would be a good funny episode and then I'd be like, oh, you got me hooked again. That's how they get you. And then it would be like several more terrible episodes and then I'd be like, okay, I'm giving this stupid thing up. 
and then a good episode would happen. And then that's, I'd be like, oh, man. got me back in. That, that's yeah. what it would do to me. And eventually I just got sick of the... Yeah. Of, 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 of our well, abusive relationship. And I, yeah, and I kept stepping away, thinking it'll be over any time now, and then I don't care anymore. No. But it just went on for, what, 15 years? A long time. A very long time. I Yeah, no, I dumped Supernatural. We broke up. That's I right. told them it wasn't I, me, it was them. Yes. I should I'm have. sorry. I'm sorry, Supernatural, but there's sh- only so much of this I can take. I should have. And now the post the post show drama that just keeps popping up has been <laughs> just too much. Because Supernatural got to queerbait us in real life too. Yes. <laughs> like, what? What? No, everyone, everyone, just go home and enjoy yes. your boat. Yes. Stop just, giving interviews. Just go just home. Stop talking. Uh, just be. Just be whatever. Just, Whereas, yes, I just finished, I finally finished our flag main stuff. We oh, finally, yes, cause you, we, you we were, were slow. slowly meeting it out because there's only 10 episodes. Yeah. And they were all very good. Yes. So I didn't want to, to rush through it. Yeah. And definitely ended in a nice little nod to actual history. Yeah. And, and, and ended, wrapped up some things in a way that I thought was very good and dropped some drama bombs in another yeah. way I thought was very interesting. And uh, if HBO doesn't renew it. I'm going to be so mad. We're going to riot. Yes. As a, as a, it's like carnival all yes. over oh, again. I was going to say, as a mutual friend pointed out, like, I've already lived through carnival, man. I don't <laughs> so know. Why would you do this to us yes. again? HBO. Yes. Well, that I will say that that whole thing was partially because of the writer's strike at the time. Yes. So, yeah. The so writer's strike really, killed a lot of things, including yeah. uh, pushing up daisies. <laughs> Which is a show that we both liked. Yes, if you've never seen the first season, just yes, the, first the first season, season. it's really good. It, uh, it's very good at making you expect certain things, the will, yeah. will they, won't they hook up yeah. thing, and just dumping those tropes right in the trash. Yeah. It's like, nope, they've hooked up. It's like, oh, but what about this thing that keeps them apart? Will he tell her? Won't he tell her? Is that going to be the big secret for the season? Nope, he told her. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, they communicated like adults? I, oh, oh. <laughs> well, hello, show. Where are we going to go next? I don't know. A healthy relationship, perhaps? Yep. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God, but there's this, this, this love triangle, and, and are we going to, is that going to be the big tension? No, nope. they resolved it. The, the one lady figured out it was never going to happen and, uh, you know, just resolved to being friends with both the other characters. <gasps> oh. What? What? And yet still weird things happened and it lasted for a, a season. Yeah, it was good. Like yeah. it still kept you going yeah. for a whole season. Yeah. And then the right to strike happened. And then the second season was garbage. Well, because they had they couldn't get access to the same writers yeah. or the same actors and they had all these plot threads that they had to kind of figure out how to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do feel bad about the second. I feel bad for everyone on the show for about the second season. Yeah, television, man. It's a it's a thing that is weird. <laughs> how dare how dare they? How dare they not take our emotional well being into account when they create these shows? No, that's not that's a dangerous thing to think, everyone. Don't yes. be like that. Don't yes. be don't be that kind of don't be that kind of fan. No. I, I, I do enjoy because I'm older and uh, we're Gen X, so we love a trash protagonist. We oh, just yeah. love people that belong in the garbage and aren't good and don't have redeeming qualities, and we like rooting for them. Uh, that's true. Because that's the kind of media we grew up on. 
but it is fun and awful in a way to watch a whole generation like fall in love with these characters from our flag means death and then find out what pieces of shit <laughs> The, the real, real, the real, the real historical figures. figures were, and then to be like, I don't think these characters are good characters, and it's like, no, 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 they're they're not. No, the 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 show has done a great job of making them enjoyable and seem redeemable mm, and decent. Mm-hmm. And you're rooting for all and, of them. Yes, and you want them all to be your healthy, friends, healthy and happy at the yes. end of the show, but, but they are garbage people. Yes, but all of the pirates, pirates are terrible. I mean, yeah. Black for historically, 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 they, please keep in mind, these were British, these were white British men of a certain class at yes. a certain time in history and they owned slaves. Yeah. So yeah, you can enjoy, you know, it's not historically accurate. It's, it's, it's fantasy. But it's a good, it's a good, his, yeah. it's no a good fantasy. Wore, no one wears leather on the high sea. No that one? is just impractical. Not black leather. No. Not even just leather, period. It's impractical. It doesn't breathe. It's hot. It gets wet and heavy. You would not want to wear a leather jacket on the ocean. Or, or a, or a half shirt. Or a half shirt. It's just... It's just giving you a big target. You're just inviting someone to stab you there. Right in the fleshy bits. Uh, but I'm not going to complain about the costuming. It's like, <laughs> yes, make all of Blackbeard's crew look like rejects from Mad Max. I am here for it's it. It's true. It's true. Yes. And so. We, t- yeah. Yeah. We just went on a tear about television. It's fine. <laughs> well, last week we went on a tear about cartoons. That's so at true. least it's all live action this time. That is true. We're not discussing Skeletor's sexuality in this episode. You know, a departure, a departure from our normal topics. No, we'll just go into great detail about Blackbeard. I have some details about Blackbeard. Would you like some history right now? No, I lived in Bath, North Carolina. I know all about Blackbeard. Oh, you know all about Blackbeard. I did. I I lived right off of a place called Teach's Cove. Did... In Bath, North Carolina. I know I know enough. I know enough. Yes, every single part of Bath, North Carolina has some historical information about what Blackbeard did in that spot. And Blackbeard once took a dump here. Yes. Blackbeard once stabbed a pigeon right in this spot. This is where he decapitated that turtle. This is where he had a nice curry. <laughs> Or at least that's what the note said. I don't know. We don't know where he got the curry because there's still no curry in current. from someone. Yeah, there's still no curry in in current Bath, North Carolina. No, you can get a um, barbecue. No, not even barbecue. Deep fried something. Mm. That's what I remember a lot about from Bath. From Bath. Do you like pirates? Do you like deep fried stuff? Come to Bath, North Carolina. (laughs) We've got all the pirate stuff you won't. And with that, let's play some music. Oh 
My mama told me, son, always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. There's rich folks eating in a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep them moving And that's what tortures me Make me a big star 
Cause I can play the part so well Well, I hope you come see me in the movie Then I know that you will plainly see The biggest fool's ever hit the big time And all I gotta do is act naturally That's Buck Owens with Act Naturally. Before that, we had Johnny Cash with Folsom Prison Blues. And starting off our set was Soggy Bottom Boys and Dan Timmons with I Am a Man of Constant Sorrow. And if I had a boat, I'd go out on the ocean. And if I had a pony, Ride him on my boat And we could all together Go out on the ocean Set me up on my pony On my boat Now if I were Rod Rogers I'd sure enough be single I couldn't bring myself to marry An old dame Would it just be me and Trevor We'd go riding through them movies And we'd buy a boat And if I had a boat, I'd go out on the ocean And if I had a pony, I'd ride him on my boat And we could all together go out on the ocean Set me up on my pony on my boat But now the mystery masked man was smart He got himself a tonto Tonto did the dirty work for free But Tonto, he was smarter And one day said, Kimasabe well, Kiss my ass, I bought a boat I'm going out to sea And if I had a boat I'd go out on the ocean And if I had a pony I'd ride him on my boat And we could all the gun Go out on the ocean, set me up on my pony on my boat. And if I were like lightning, I wouldn't need no sneakers. Well, I'd come and go whenever I would please. And I'd scare him by the shade tree And scare him by the light pole But would not scare my pony On my boat out on the sea And if I had a boat I'd go out on the ocean And if I had a pony I'd ride him on my boat And we could all together Go out on the ocean Set me up on my pony on my on my
was Crystal Gale and All Her Hair with Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue. Before that, we had Dwight Yoakam with Crazy Little Thing Called Love. And starting off our set was Lyle Lovett with If I Had a Boat.
some whippoorwill He sounds too blue to fly The midnight train is whining low I'm so lonesome I could cry I've never seen a night so long When time goes crawling by The moon just went behind the clouds To hide its face and cry Shadow, cry 
The Little Willies with Love Me. Before that, we had Hank Williams with I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. And starting off our set was Little Big Town with Bones.
I've been hiding out, running from the curse of the black and die. Uh -huh. Darling, I can feel it coming every time. I sat around last year, wished so many times that I would die. And now I can see the night It's true True it follows me around Nothing to lose Wouldn't miss it anyhow more about the things that you take with uh-huh i can feel it getting closer with every kiss you gotta be
David Byrne with Don't Fence Me In. Before that, we had Orville Peck with The Curse of the Blackened Eye. And starting off our set was Aaron Nepal and Trisha Yearwood with I Fall to Pieces. Stars get in your eyes, oh keep your heart from me But someday I'll return and you know you're the only one I'll ever love Too many nights, too many stars Too many moons could change your mind If I'm gone too long, don't forget where you belong When the stars come out, remember you are mine The stars get in your eyes They'll keep your heart from me For someday I'll return And you see you're the only one I'll ever love Too many miles Too many days Too many nights to be alone Someday I'll return and you know you're the only one I'll ever love. That king was whittled from the bone of Cain. Poison in her red, red blood She need a way to turn around the bend She said I want to walk away and start over again There are things I've done I can't erase I want to look in the mirror, see another face I said never, but I'm doing it again I want to walk away and start over again Starts at the end When it's time to walk away And start over again Weather's murder at 103 William Ray shot Cora Belly A yellow dog knows when he has seen You want to walk away And start over again No more rain No more roses On our way 
down for jewelry, money, and clothes. I always get out of the trouble I'm in. I wanna walk away and start over again. I left my Bible by the side of the road, caught my initials in an old dead tree. I'm going away, but I'm gonna be back when it's time to walk away and start over again. Oh, oh yeah. Jangly wristbang triangle quartet is brought to you by the newly patented first lock. Consider, my fellow gentle humans, the humble thumb lock on your door's doorknob, a dainty, effete manner of locking away your valuables and loved ones behind a mechanism that deters all but the most mildly curious of burglars. It is a device that practically screams to deranged passers-by, please enter my home and suddenly change the focus of my life to mindless, bloody vigilantism. No more. Save the effort of training in the Himalayas to avenge the murder of your aunt and recline comfortably in your abode, knowing you are protected by the fist lock. Using the latest in pinball launching technology, you may safely, from behind a suitably reinforced door, deploy the fist lock in the gentleman's area or ladies' area of any unwanted intruder on your doorstep. Pet marauding anarchists will come to your home disguised inevitably as postmen or the neighbors you've had for the past ten years, and before they say, we haven't seen you outside in six weeks. You'll pull back the patented pre-gooly smack mechanism and launch into their lower midsections the price of a profitable crime. The fist luck. Used in reverse, it's an effective form of birth control. And live for one night only, famed spiritualist and expert juggler Madame Avon de Lichtenspringer Stumblewaltz der Slappencandy will summon the ghosts of the entirety of the Union Army leadership and psychically will them into astral area loop-de-loop extravaganza that will last until the entire audience has changed religion. Guaranteed! Presented to you by the Committee for That Which Committees Should Not Be Known at a location where you least expect it. As always, the clockwork cabaret is lost at sea with only the seagulls and the gnawing hunger for Mad Wasp Radio. If only this raft we made of beef jerky and milkshakes could somehow provide the solution to our conundrum. I stepped out of the St. James Hotel I left you behind, curled up like a child The change is gonna come as the door whispered shut I walked on down the high-windowed hall You lay sleeping on the unmade bed The weatherman on the television in the St. James Hotel Said that the rains are gonna come 
And I stepped out on the streets All sparkling clean The early morning dew Maybe it was you and maybe it was me You came on like a punch in the heart You lying there with the light on your hair Like a Jesus of the moon A Jesus of the planets and the stars I kept thinking about what the weatherman said And if the voices of the living can be heard by the dead Well, the day is gonna come When we find out in some kind of way I take a little comfort from that now and then Cause people often talk about being scared of change But for me I'm more afraid of things staying the same Cause the game is never won By standing in any one place for too long Maybe it was you and maybe it was me There's a chord in you that I could not find to strike You lying there with all the light in your hair Like a Jesus of the moon a Jesus of the planets and the stars Many girls walking down the empty streets Maybe once or twice one of them smiles at me And you can't blame anyone for saying hello I say hey, say hello, say hello Will it be me or will it be you? One more stay and one depart You're lying there and it's in games bed like a Jesus of the moon Jesus of the planets and the stars Say hello 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 That's Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds with Jesus of the Moon. Before that, we had Tom Waits and Walk Away. And starting off our set was K.D. Lang with Don't Let the Stars Get in Your Eyes. Give me that old-fashioned morphine. Give me that old-fashioned morphine. Give me that old-fashioned morphine. That's good enough for me. Well, it was good enough for my grandpa It was good enough for my grandpa That was good enough for my grandpa That's good enough for me Sister, don't get worried Sister,
Karina, Karina, yeah, you're on my mind. Karina, Karina, yeah, you're on my mind. I'm sitting down thinking of you. I just can't keep from crying. I hope you burn from your 
Michel Beret from their new album, Portrait of a Lady, with Straight Man's Dream. Definitely go look at the titles on that album. They are excellent. <laughs> uh, before that, we had Bob Dylan with Corina Corina. And starting off our set was Jolie Holland with Old Fashioned Morphine.
Megan Jean and the KFB with Red Red. Before that, we had the Bridge City Sinners with Pick Your Poison. And starting off our set was Ghost Number with Death. Mr. Kirk, Dexter's in school. I'm afraid he's not, Miss Fishmore. Dexter's truancy problem is way out of hand. The Baltimore County School Board have decided to expel Dexter from the entire public school system. Oh, Mr. Kirk, I'm enough fed as you to learn Dexter's truancy, but surely expulsion is not the answer. I'm afraid expulsion is the only answer. It is the opinion of the entire staff that Dexter is criminally insane. Same, same, same. That boy needs therapy. Psycho 
psychosomatic. That boy needs therapy. Purely psychosomatic. That boy needs therapy. Lie down on the couch. What does that mean? You're a nut. You're crazy in the coconut. What does that mean? That boy needs therapy. I'm gonna kill you. That boy needs therapy. Granny Gazoo, let's have a tune. How will I count three? That red. Avalanche is above. Business continues below. Did I ever tell you the story about it? Cowboys!
radio like this doesn't come easy but it does come cheap and you can help pay for it simply head over to madwaspradio.com and click on their donate button to help keep shows like ours on the british airwaves or if you like this clockwork of cabarets this crazy thing we do you can donate to us directly by going to agnealtstudios.com and donating one of multiple ways in fact we'll even take unmarked bills slipped discreetly under the nearest lavatory door. She came from Greece, she had a thirst for knowledge. She studied sculpture at St. Martin's College, that's where I started 
there. I said, pretend you got no money. And she just laughed and said, Oh, you're so funny. I said, Yeah. I can't see anyone else smiling. Are you sure? You wanna live like common people? You wanna see whatever common people see? Wanna sleep with common people? You wanna sleep with common people like me? But she didn't understand. And she just smiled and held my hand. Such a laugh. Yeah. And the chipsticks of grease will come out in the bath. You will never understand how it feels to live your life with no meaning or control. I would Fool, pretend 
that's Pulp with Common People. Before that, we had Django Django with Default. And starting off our set was the Avalanches with Frontier Psychiatrist.
One appeared on the five pound note. The Queen? No, not our noble empress. God bless her. I favour a republic. She's, so do I. Two were engineers and one was a novelist, one of the greatest in the English language. What, Enid Blyton? Uh, even better than Enid Blyton. Less racist. Oh, in that case, Mr O'Neill, what was that common surname? Well, Mr Heinz, it was Stevenson. George Stevenson, the father of the modern railway. He gave birth to a railway? In a metaphorical way, yes he did. He built steam trains, built steam engines, built railways in small industrial sites and got the national rail network we know today rolling along. Now George Stevenson had a son called Robert Stevenson, he was also an engineer, and this father and son team built the rocket, the first commercial... Firework! No, you're thinking of Guy Fawkes. Oh yeah, I love big hats. I can tell you love big hats. The first commercial steam locomotive. Now the Victorian engineer, Robert Stevenson, should not be confused with the Victorian engineer, Robert Stevenson. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Victorian engineer, Robert Stevenson, should not be confused with the Victorian engineer, Robert Stevenson. Yeah, there were two of them. Oh, my brain's melting. Now this other Robert Stevenson mainly worked on lighthouses, but confusingly he did also work on steam trains. Well, how'd you tell them apart? Well, that's pretty straightforward. A uh, simple matter of spelling. Witchcraft? No, not that sort of spelling. They spelt the surnames differently. George and Robert Stevenson spelt it with a PH. The other Robert spelt it with a V. Oh, I see. Vevenson. Yeah. Robert Louis Stevenson, the author of Jekyll and Hyde and Treasure Island. Muppets Treasure Island? No, not Muppets Treasure Island. That was Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. As well you know. So now we have all four, but of course the problem remains. That was The Men That Will Not Be Blamed For Nothing with Stevenson. Before that, we had The Who with UVUVU, which is just fun to say because that song is awesome. <laughs> and starting off our set was Thanes and Thralls with Strive, the acoustic version. I, I thought I would leave us with some silly 
<laughs> it does it does make me realize every time that we have an, a, a British band that we this show is played on British internet radio yeah. and I continue to do really crappy British accents just left and right with absolutely not a thought about how potentially grating and insulting that is. And it's not going to stop me in the future. I was going to say. It's, it's not like this is a moment where I'm like, I solemnly swear never to do another accent on the show. No, in fact, it might actually make it worse. Uh, you would, like if past shows are any indication, it will 100% make it worse. But it does also, occasionally I, <laughs> dawn I, on me. Like, well, British people have to listen to me doing this. They have to listen to me be like, I don't know what's I, I can, I, I'm fairly certain your accent is not as grating and terrible as Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. It, the, the bar is low. Yes. The bar That's is on very the ground, low. But I okay. have cleared the Dick Van I Dyke you bar. Are. Yes, yes. I think it is at least... Well, hello, Mary. Actually, that was too much accent no, for Dick Van Dyke. That's too much. <laughs> Gonna dial it back. Too much. No, no. You haven't done... And you have surpassed Keanu Reeves and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Again, the bar is on the yes. ground. Very low. Uh, yes. <laughs> Take that, Keanu. Take that, Dick. Yes. Uh, cast me in your next movie as the British lead. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes. I am the romantic British lead now. Hello, I'm your new Mr. Darby. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. This is just how it is. I can't no. tell you about any of Mr. Darcy's lines. Hello, I'm so very British. And I love you, person from this Pride and Prejudice that I can't remember the first name. Wasn't it like Jane or Jane Anne? Or Emma. No, Emma was a different one. Different book. Uh, I don't know. I Mary. I don't remember. Celia. Just insert whoever the right name yes. is there. I'm sure I got it at some point. <laughs> I'm the new Heathcliff. Ooh. Hello, That's... Catherine. I've drowned all the puppies. Yes. I don't. <laughs> and I'm not going to be any more charming than that. Yes. This is my baseline. Lizard man. <laughs> Lizard man with bad accent. Hello, darling. Look out, Hugh Grant. Coming for you next. I feel, well... He, he's, he doesn't make movies anymore. No. Who's the new British guy? I don't know. I don't know. Harry Styles. Look out, Harry Styles. I'm coming for you next. I, no, Harry Styles is a musician. Okay. What's the, guy, what's the kid from Spider-Man? I'm coming for him next. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Look I mean, out. Well, and Andrew Garfield is And the Andrew other one. Garfield, He's too. also British. They're both, I've come for both of them. I'm the new Spider-Man. Okay. Well, I mean, that would be at least a, a new take on it. <laughs> like, and I'm going to do a British accent. Are you going to be Peter P- Parker? Yes. Or? Hello, I'm Peter Parker, and I am from Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Behold my superior British, I mean, spider powers. <laughs> That's the new part. Not only am I not a leading man and right. far too old to be Peter Parker, I'm also going to make him British. Well, it's like Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is supposed to be American, too. That's yeah. They should just let him be British. I they know. just should have let him be British. With a weird Asian fetish. Oh, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Maybe that's why they didn't want to make him British. They were like, ooh, that hits a little too close to home. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. yeah. 
like, mm -mm. they're making like little cut motions across their neck. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I love Tilda Swinton, and Tilda Swinton as a bald person, I'm still on board for. Yeah. Oh yeah. But everything about that whole ancient one thing, <laughs> it's very, a little questionable. It's a little weird. It's a little questionable. I don't. Uh, it's because the source material yes. is questionable. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I would watch Tilda Swinton jump out of a paper bag. <laughs> That's the next Marvel movie. I mean, Tilda Swinton in Bag Lady. I would be on board. I have watched her in lots of things where, I, oh, yeah. where it's like, why am I watching this? Oh, yes, Tilda Swinton. Speaking of, speaking of Keanu Reeves, Constantine. It's like, Constantine, we Yo. did not make him British and we did not make him blonde. Thank God. Um, that would have been oh, yeah, no, terrible. No. But we did make him Keanu Reeves, so there, there, there you go. But he did get to be, oh, with Tilda Swinton. So yeah, Tilda go. Swinton was the angel in I know. that. Yeah. And I was all on board for that. Yeah. No, I actually, I, aside from Keanu Reeves, <laughs> I really enjoyed that movie. And I love a good Keanu movie. Nothing against Keanu. But. No. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was I was trying to explain. What was the movie? Oh, My Own Private Idaho to to. <laughs> To Rupert the, the yeah. other day oh, because because I had made I had made some comment about we were having we were discussing the solo the Han the Han Solo m movie and I and he was like I'm just not not crazy about who they selected to play the young mm. Han Solo he's like it just doesn't work for me and I was like who would you pick I mean we don't have River Phoenix anymore and mm -hmm. also by now he's way too old but yeah but, uh, would have been but. And he was like, "What River Phoenix?" I was like, "Yeah, no, you know, River Phoenix played, played a young Harrison Ford. Yeah, young in, Indiana Jones in Indiana Jones." And I was like, "You know, and he's a great actor." Oh. And I was trying to explain, like, in my own private Idaho. And he was like, "I am not familiar with that movie." I was like, "Yeah, it was him and uh, Keanu Reeves, where Keanu Reeves <laughs> I did Shakespeare, and and, and I think okay. that encouraged." Kenneth Branagh to put him in Shakespeare, which was not... It was a choice that Kenneth made. Yes. I was like, I like Keanu Reeves. Don't get me wrong. No, he's great he in the movies he's great in. He's just... If he has not to a be, lot of range. If he has to be cool, he's good. Yeah. Like, if he has to just be, like, cool, brooding... Quiet. Yeah, guy. Good. Staring at yeah. things. If he's supposed to be, like, a charming kind of... Like, he's good in rom-coms where yes. he's not having to do an accent, and he's just kind of being, like, the charming yeah. love interest. Yeah. Very good in those. If he's if he's being a bad guy, he's, he's very great at good at being, being a bad, bad guy. Guys. Yeah, and he's good at playing a lovable doofus. Yes. Yeah. So like, yeah, there you go. It's not that it's just you know he has a niche. Yeah. He just has a he has a niche, much yes. like I have a niche of playing a bad accents. All no, all the British men, all oh, the British okay. male characters are now mine. Okay. I will be in the next season of Our Flag Means Death. Oh, all right. I'm, I haven't decided what pirate I'm going to be yet. Okay. Oh, you get to decide. I get to, I, yes. Okay. No, this is how this works hey, now. Hey, folks that write Our Flag Means Death, uh, Lady uh, Cops coming for you. I'm, I'm open to suggestions, though. Like, if you're like, you know what, you'd be a great Grace O'Malley. I can do a bad Irish accent. Ooh. Ooh. What about, what about Anne Bonnie? 
you know, see, I feel like Anne Bonnie's expected. It's overdone. It's yeah, overdone. That's true. And you've already got Jim, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, you don't need you another. Know, I could be... Let's see. Well, see, they already did Calico Jack. So Who's that would the have crazy been like... fundamentalist pirate? Because there was a crazy fundamentalist oh, pirate. Ducky, Mr. Ducky yeah. will know. We'll, 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 uh, we'll have up, to, up, we'll up, have up to... Pluck his brain and decide right. which pirate we'll I'm going to be. We'll have to bring be. this up next time because we're out of time. So mm. this has been the Clockwork Cabaret. Yes. Uh, she is Lady Uttercup, I guess. I'm, I'm confused because... She's soon soon to be famous right. pirate Lady Addercup. Yes. And they are Emmett Davenport. Not pirate. And you could be a pirate too. That's okay, I don't need to be. And remember, it's not work we do. It's, it's love. love. This is Mad Wasp Radio, home of the hits. <laughs>